My ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. And we find ourselves once more amid the towering stacks of your library. I've moved some shelves around to create a, a, a bit of a paddock mm. for my little herd of, of hebdromedaries. Have they been like multiplying? Or I wanted to get a second opinion on that because I, I mean, thought not, so, yeah. but I mean, how? The fishing? Uh, is that one? Oh, yeah, yeah like, like yeah. zygotic... Uh, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm counting 52 bumps. It's not 52. a multiple of seven. Oh, okay. So maybe the juveniles have, have fewer, have fewer well, uh, I mean, I humps. Think they, I think they're like evolving more humps, and then by the time they have 14, they split up into two creatures. Maybe. Oh, is that what's got... Because that one's got nine. Mm. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, it, it sort of looks like a side profile of Abraham Lincoln on a... Yeah, with, a, with his moustache shaved. Do you see what I mean? Oh. If you look at the side... Hey, maybe this is a fun game for an audio production, I'm just realising. What, yes. what if we try and find silly shapes in the, in the, in the silhouettes of these oh, wonderful animals? Oh, you mean like, like you do with clouds? With what? Like you do with clouds. What are clouds? It's been so long. Oh, fuck's sake. Yes, so I'm just being overdramatic. It's okay. Wait, you're not raccoons again, are you? Well, no, no. Here, no, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So yes. open, loosening a few buttons yeah, yeah, there for okay. the readers at home. That's how you, that's how you check there's whether no someone's BD, There's no beady eyes peeking out between your... Uh, between your fourth and fifth shirt button. That's no, the that's, one, yeah. <laughs> that's correct. I do miss Tristan. They were good company. Oh, though. they were very nice. Uh, well, they, they when had they were some... being sneaky. But yes, oh, well, I guess they're less raccoon for you, yes. And, I mean, the library is immaculate. Oh, Ali, I, I agree. I mean, they do a good job. It's worth every penny I, they take from my bank account. I was going to say pay them. It's not technically paying since they just <laughs> no, help themselves to... there was no real to... agreement there. Well... Oh, look, that one sort of looks like, like Tristan. If you oh, imagine the three of them sort of sort of tied together back-to-back uh, uh, -back and wrapped in a sackcloth. And they're trying oh, to... Oh, yeah. See, see, I see what you mean. Yeah, they kind, kind of like, like the... and, uh, Is that wonder? No, that can't be the case. Oh, let's hope not. Let's, no, that would be bad. I mean, that's one of the faster hebdomadaires. They are not fast, but... They did a good job trying to buck you off the other day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I see you've got a few extra bruises. My little tweed romper does not quite cover uh, the, no. <laughs> the the uh, forearms and, and calves. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither the elbows nor the knees. It's a learning process. Mm. And I think I'm really getting the hang of it. And I also think that these, these hebdomadaries seem to be enjoying it. I mean, what are you hoping to achieve by keeping them penned in like this and herding them around? Okay, just between the two of us, I've been trying to work yeah. that out oh, for okay. a while. But I've, I've, that's, that's something that I sort of struggle with just about everything that I do. Right. Uh, so I think it's mostly, yeah, most, mostly staving off yeah. the crippling insanity from being okay. in, in, a, in, a, in a mysterious library. You don't, want to, you don't want to be cripplingly no, insane. No, That's not a good to, place to be. To. I don't want to. So I'll just be a hebdomadary herder for yeah. a while, and then I'll get back to... Junior library, Nating? You were Oh, yeah, exploring. I was looking for the, uh, 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 the hallowed breeding grounds of oh, the... Yeah. Uh, the library after it's strange how some information just seems to, seems to ease out of out of one's brain yeah, when one well, spends a lot of time in the library. Archives are for. Now I recall strangely, I recall that that was uh, uh, considered one of the side effects of certain types of ink. I believe the mm -hmm. red ink. Well, you haven't been around ink in any while. There's no, plenty exactly. of ink in all the so, books, but you haven't been like penman doing your penmanship again, have you? No, no. I've brought just the regular black inkwell mm -hmm. uh, that you said was safe. Yeah. Um, and I've been using that to write in my little my, my, my journal about the miraculous biosphere of your library. Mm. Limited limited number of entries so far. Well, I but mean, the, were... the one on hebdomadaries is quite is quite thorough. And yeah. uh, I think well, so let, me, let me have a look here. It says blobby and yeah, well, slow yes. and yet yep. difficult to write. Difficult but not impossible. Mm. I'll add that as a as a footnote. Ah yes. But also like not not quite a lot of points to it because you are you are well, not. No, they're blobs, not points. You're, uh, 
you are not faster when riding a hebdromedary, nor is it more comfortable than when you're walking. You don't. Um, they're, they're not really good as beasts of burden since the, well, the lumps move. Yeah, I guess they're more boba than kiki. Oh yes, very good for the for the. <laughs> wow, we actually can't get into that. This is an audio medium. I have no way to explain the boba kiki phenomenon to no, our no, I suppose not our listeners. But maybe on a, another podcast with a, with a more visual component even than ours, which I guess brings us to the cover of today's book. Because ah. if you look down at your podcasting device now, you should should be seeing the cover of today's book. And otherwise, you can check the show notes for an image and a link, or you can check covermyasscast.com, where you'll find episode sixty two about Better to Beg Forgiveness by Michael Z. Williamson. Yes, the sequel to Rules of Engagement. On their 12 and a half anniversary, all is not well in the royal bedchambers. Queen Bacheloretta is on second love and King Pity is on grinder, foolishly trusting their inept marriage counsellor to jiggle the need for galactic peace while the mismatched pair of royals desperately try to get some while the getting's good. The galaxy slides towards disaster and war until rock star wedding planner Susan Black is summoned yes. from retirement to shake things up. <laughs> and just to just to be clear, it says to juggle the need for galactic peace while the mishmash. And uh, so, uh, uh, this I juggle, do appreciate it better. It's better if they jiggle the need <laughs> for galactic yeah. peace. Yeah, Susan Black is back. Yes, we have the and uh, we have the cover. And I th- oh, there is a lot going on. There is a lot going on. So on you the- have the uh, the author and the title, and then you have an old bespectacled gentleman yes. gazing out worriedly from a, a nuclear holocaust sky. There's a dropship just dropped off. What I can only assume is Miss Black's cracks team of wedding. Ah, uh, yeah, the mutuals. The mutuals <laughs> it beats the nuptials. Uh, <laughs> the what? The nuptials. What are those? Nuptials. The wedding uh, night. Isn't that the nuptials? The nuptials. 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 Oh, right. The nuptials, not the nuptials. The the pre-nuptial contacts. Yes, well. (laughs) I wonder if that means something. Uh, Yes, and in the front, I think that's a scene from the the Death Valley Desert Rally that we are uh, going to later on in the book. Ah, yes. Part of the ex-purge. Yes. One of the horrifically violent consequences of this rocky marriage that was supposed to stabilize several planetary systems. But after 12 and a half years of uh, childless marriage, has not quite had the mm, conventional success that their antecedents were hoping right. for. Right, the houses are still linked, but yes, the lack of an heir seems to be a bit of a bone of contention, you know, with accusations flying back and forth between the uh, citizens of the various planets about ah, what yeah. the reason is for this uh, empty uh, nursery. Is one of them infertile? Is the other one infertile? Is it like just like yeah, not, are they not that into each blessed other? by the gods or whatever it is? Always a bit of a problem when this happens in a, uh, in a monarchy. Even in a, a, a spacefaring one, and we see the early spasms of what will what will probably turn out to be some rather brutal succession wars, mm. where uh, uh, like close next in line candidates are under extra guard and under threat of assassination by the by the other side. Because if this marriage falls apart, then those two houses will be ruled by a member of one of the other, other or one yes, of either rather, of them. Rather, and that's going to be unacceptable for either one or the other. Exactly. And so each of them are, are trying to off those who are higher on the on the line of succession. Oh, than, yeah, it uh, becomes it's almost a uh, Final Destination-esque type scenes <laughs> that we get here and there <laughs> yeah. with our, our rather elaborate um, yeah, that's true. schemes and mechanisms designed to uh, try and get oneself higher up in the royal line of succession. Uh, yes, so that you become the heir. Oh, what was it? So there's the there's the heir apparent, and there's the heir presumptive. Do you know what that difference is? Oh, no, I don't. 
So the heir apparent is, is next in line. Is next in line yeah. for definite. So it would be like the oldest male child in, in oh, traditional right. monarchies. Yeah. They were born first. Everything that they need to do to be first has already been done. They only have to live. Yeah. Heir presumptive is they are currently next in line, but a child may be born or a wedding oh, may be forged, right. and then someone else might uh, skip ahead of them. Right. So, like, uh, Harry was the heir presumptive after... Prince William was the heir apparent. Like, he was... Oh, no, 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 no. you're right. Charles is Charles the heir apparent. Charles is the heir apparent, yeah. That's right. That's right. So, would, technically, if Charles had another kid, would he... Bump. No, William's... No, no, no. Okay, William's if, the oldest kid. Yeah, William's exactly. the oldest, of course. Yeah. Prince William is uh, Prince Charles's heir apparent. Yeah. But, uh, Harry, don't uh, but Harry was the heir presumptive of... Of William. William. Yes, okay, yeah, no, until, that's right. That's until right. William had kids and then it... Because uh, yeah. son trumps brother, but in the absence of a son, then the brother would be... Yeah. Yes, Actually, I think that's does the, the case. does the UK still have uh, male... No, it clearly doesn't have males only, but... Well, I don't know. I know that in the Netherlands we, we don't. It's always first yeah, yeah. child. It's now so now much first the monarchy child, yeah. matters uh, uh, in any way. I don't know if Britain actually got rid of the uh, the gender division or whether it's the firstborn child or the firstborn male child that uh, yeah. uh, becomes the... Oh, I'm sure that there's 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 huge tomes that have been filled with, uh, oh, yeah, with this yeah. kind of trivia, as is the case in the royal marriage of these still strangely unnamed planets. Or did did you see anything in the footnotes that oh, maybe? Oh, um, I, I guess I, don't, I did. I did. I think we might have like glossed have, over that. Did we gloss over them? I think we. What's that knocking? Oh, that I think one of the. Uh, did, uh, did Tristan lock themselves out? No, again? I think one of the um, hebdomadaries is trying to uh, force its way out of the uh, enclosement. God, that's never going to work. Uh, Loretta, uh, you're naming them. Well, I'm trying to, but they they turn like you sort of recognize them by their shapes, but the humps move. So yeah, and then there's more humps, and then there's and there's, there's four of them. So oh, do you know what I can do? I what? can start. I can start drawing things on them. Eh, they you think that'll work? Care. Yeah. I mean, I can give it a. I can give it a shot. Here, hold on my collar and yeah. lower me in, and I'm going to try and paint okay. the the Dread Sigil Odegra onto this one. Ah. Yeah, that sort of looks like the what is it, the M5 motorway. M5 motorway. Yeah, yeah that's London. right. From yeah, that's the one. Good omens by uh, uh, Terry Pratchett and, and and Neil Gaiman, and I'll just like tattoo the Dread Sigil Odegra onto the side of this. Magnificent creature, and the, it just caught fire. It did a bit. Oh, hang on, let me get a fire extinguisher. Did, <laughs> I mean, it's more of a smolder, but yes, do get uh, the fire extinguisher. Like I was going to say, you might want to brand them because, like, drawings might rub off. But it seems like this one's kind of burnt itself already, in its way in there. Okay, so that was a that was a mistake. I'm so sorry yeah. about that, Loretta. Oh, there's two of them now. Okay, okay, so that's how it happens. It requires external symbols. It's being... kind of... Oh. I mean, it's a lot grosser than I thought. Yeah. There's just chunks left over on the ground. Oh, they're moving over the chunks, and oh, they're, they're being, gone. Oh, this is kind of like, oh, I um, mean, nature I think, does its thing as nature does. I think maybe does, I'm done with the hebdomadary paddock. Yeah. Like, if you'll help me later on, we'll just make a little gap in the in the paddock and, and run. let them escape, and yeah. then we'll, we'll get onto the three-eagle-three three and get out of here. Make sure that we do, yeah, that we yeah, don't... Yeah, yeah, no, like, this I don't is, want one of those things climbing up on top of me in the middle of the night when you're just like, yes. feel it oozing into bed oh, with you. I wonder if that's how King Pity and Prince Bacheloretta at this point are sort of thinking well, about but, each other. Well, yeah, they definitely don't want the, the other one oozing into bed with them. So, like, the royal... The royal Bedchamber has been expanded several times, and the and the royal bed uh, is now sixteen meters wide. So yeah. they're still sleeping together officially. And yeah, they're, but they are not separated from table and bed. No, uh, although it does take a bit of a scooter. The uh, wait staff has now uh, bought um, uh, segways. segways. Yes, yes space segways. And they're <laughs> zooming across. Whereas in the meantime, yes, um, his uh, cousin uh, Robert the Cuck has introduced uh, the prince to uh, Grinder, and he is so excited he can barely sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
he's the king at this point, isesn't he? I mean, the, oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. Sorry, he's, he's become king. Yeah, uh, I, I did like that. Uh, that that Robert the Cuck, who was such a thorn in their side during their courtship in Elizabeth Moon's uh, uh, book Rules of Engagement, which preceded this, they found it in their hearts to sort of embrace him, and he certainly became a, a confidant of uh, King Pity, who has been sort of wanting for for just male friendship. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so when he's introduced to, to Grinder, yes, got his profile there. New Year, same me. Exactly, <laughs> hoping to find some some companionship that he can really share some experience with. So uh, the first thing he's looking for is M for M, which is married for marriage, because he wants ah, to yes. like he wants to just hang out with other 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 dudes mm-hmm. with whom he can really uh, uh, relate, uh, especially if they're in their profile say that they're hung. Grief for buffalo wings is what he uh, uh, infers it to me because he's also a big fan of buffalo, buffalo. wings. He might be thinking it's like a griller or something rather than grinder, but it's <laughs> he's he's having immense fun with it. Like he's oh, discovering yeah. all these all these acronyms, like like NSA, which stands for no such acronym, and that's kind of a sort of a fun thing that you can put in your profile and, and just to show yeah. that you like to have fun, you know. What is actually what is it really? No what? strings attached. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't know actually didn't know that one. Oh, good on you! Aren't you a, aren't you a moral upstanding citizen? Oh yes, I don't ever, I don't think I've ever been on Grinder. Okay, so it's it's. I, I, I know what it is. <laughs> no, no, let me try and explain it to you now. Let's okay. It's a special sort. It's it's like a forum, mm-hmm. except for people who are looking to. Oh no! Okay, so it's it's sort of like that side of Craigslist. Yeah, um, which doesn't exist anymore. But without. All the spam oh. and more information structure because you do oh, have okay. like categories of information that you have uh, two varying degrees of of, of, of sensibility. I mean, there's, there's obviously a, a, a high emphasis on uh, uh, body types and and sort of stereotypical yeah. roles that uh, are not to everyone's benefit. Okay. Um, but but King Pity is rather innocent of all of this, like not not completely understanding. Um, what what it means when he he types in uh, when he responds to someone who describes themselves as 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 mask, which he thinks is oh so you you like a ball masque ah, yeah yes. one of those royal, and he says yeah I love balls as he says, um, and so he thinks he's making tremendous friends but it's, it's we as a reader weird thing about like traveling and can you receive and all, all kinds <laughs> I know, of things. Oh, I have a special receiving receive chamber yes this is like well <laughs> oh, yes. a lot of that goes on there uh, yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, Queen uh, Bacheloretta, I mean, she has not given up her, her uh, rather telling name, mm. uh, is on is on second love mm. on the on the advice of their otherwise rather inept marriage counselor, who's not very good for them. Uh, the marriage counselor's name is Ashley Madison. Yes, who's. Whose solution to all of their problems tends to be? Oh, have you tried seeing other people? Have yeah. you tried giving up on this marriage? And- well, the, the, the problem she's having is like uh, as she like sighs against uh, Ashley at one point. The last time I found someone who was my type, I was donating blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, which she says in front of King Pity, which is obviously very, very hurtful. Yeah. But Ashley thinks it's a great joke and high fives her. Ashley is probably well, doing the worst job. She is doing can yes do. because she's like you're always talking about the things that are different between you. It's like can you maybe like say something that you both share? Yeah, and he goes like yeah, neither of us give a blowjob. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so um, while I do recall in a, in a previous episode, Kronos, by Charles L. Harness, episode 34, mm-hmm. which was also about a, a, a bickering couple uh, of planetary surveyors. Oh, yes. But there they find that they have in common 
their sort of desire to kill. And still, oh yes, they went on a bit of a spree on that planet, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah, to the to the ruin of the of the galaxy. And unfortunately, like such a, such an easy solution is not available here because Ashley Madison is only like promoting the uh, the glories of the new relationship energy and how how great that is, and you'll absolutely love it. You don't even have to get divorced these days anymore. You can just have a a paramour. And uh, yeah, and well, it's I fine. mean that is tradi- quite traditional in royal marriages. It's pretty you much accepted. Or a that several man-stress? concerts, mistress, men's, I don't know, consort, consort, concubine, concubine. Con- that's the well, one. Concubine is different. Not not specifically related to marriages or something. You can be a concubine and not be. It's, it's not like not not, not a little, oh. something you have on the side. Well, I'm thinking of Dune, where yeah. where yeah. Cheney, the yeah, the Fremen woman, the, ro- the royal concubine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because Paul Atreides has to has to marry yeah, Princess yeah. Irulan for uh, political reasons. But his love and his progeny isn't Paul himself the son. Isn't his mother a concubine as well? She's yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. And he's still the the, the ducal heir. She yeah. was the she was the concubine to uh, Duke Leto Atreides, but never his wife. Right. I guess you can still become an heir at that point. So well, well Prince Pithy, like he gets sick and tired of this uh, Ashley Madison we all? Yeah. thing, and he decides to slap a hefty trade tariff on marriage counselling, and thereby, in doing so, he triggers a trade war between the two uh, councils, exacerbating the chaos in the in his planetary system. Because not only are are, are the succession wars and the expurges happening, where the uh, uh, the, the the former like romantic interests of the, the the royal couple are being targeted for kidnapping and assassination, as are the next in lines. But now also uh, an increasing like economic uh, 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 arms race of mutual sanctions uh, by the by the by the governments of these of these two planets, which are not under the control of the vastly distracted uh, royal couple. Yeah, yeah, they're just kind of like going along, and they like they do their meetings, but they blow off most of the staff, and they're uh, just going on. Oh well, whatever. And they're like, actually, he did explicitly well, the, say that neither yes, of them the, blow the, anyone off. Well, the, well. <laughs> Very good point. Poor choice of words on my side there. <laughs> then at least they'd have something in common, wouldn't but they? But yes, no, I mean, uh, Pity is constantly, uh, basically has his mobile phone glued to his hand and he's constantly checking how many people are within a certain amount, a certain <laughs> yeah. distance of him. Which, like, in, makes sure that there's, like, there's, there's a lot of people hanging around the perimeter of the Isn't castle there? once it turns out that, oh, he's very close and he's close and he's, now he's closer. And he hasn't quite, like, caught on to the fact that it's actual physical proximity. So as he moves around the castle, then he will get closer to or so, like, <laughs> Further away oh, from some right. of them, so he's, he's a bit confused here and there. Yes, because he just wants a friend, and he's and he's seeing that all of these people are like emotionally withdrawing from him as he moves from place to place, and it doesn't. Oh, like, but then new people become interested, like, oh, and you get little encampments sh- showing up along the outer perimeter of the castle. Yeah, and some which, of the more ambitious, like paramours, are actually like taking little spaceships into space to nudge some of the GPS satellites ah, closer and make space, themselves. Yes. Yeah, and there's like you know a few bathhouses prop up in the vicinity oh, of the very castle. Steamy. It's it is. Especially for Bacheloretta. Like, these are some, some, some hopeful, hungry for buffalo mm-hmm. wings dudes clustering around uh, King Pity. But uh, uh, Queen Bacheloretta, like, her side of the bed, which is very hard to see, and especially here from, from King Pity's side, yeah, yeah. with several fields of inertial buffering in between, <laughs> yes. and uh, there's little south dampening fields. And, like, uh, it's. I mean, it's pretty busy over there. The the, the seismic presence of numerous bodies <laughs> yeah. is harder to conceal, even through the... I mean, he is a bit yeah, of a princess mean, on it. The rhythmic vibrations of the mattress. Uh, he has slept better than he has in years when she has company over. But uh, uh, eventually all these troubles reach the ear of the secret hero of this book. Actually, was the secret hero of the rules of engagement in, in, in Better to Beg Forgiveness. Obviously, our hero, Susan Black wedding planner extraordinaire who has retired from 
um, uh, Wonder Wedding... No, The Wedding Gurus. Yes. That was her. She, she rode her fame for a few years after the successful wedding and uh, yeah, everything of, that came along with it. Uh, milked the business for a few years, got the, the high and mighty, like, married half of Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Planet, Planet Hollywood. Planet, Planet, Planet Hollywood, yeah, Space yes. Hollywood. Space Hollywood. <laughs> Uh, yes, maybe. We could call it space wood, but that would bring it back into Pitty's uh, department <laughs> it again. Would, it would. Uh, and, and she quickly realized, I mean, you're never going to beat the royal wedding, are you? Oh, no. And it's uh, just a matter She's rolling of, in money, but... She was building the business a little bit more, like, get a few big names under her belt. And then she just sold off the business and went like... Yeah, yeah like, what's in it for me anymore? Yeah, exactly. And the Chamberlain decides, you know, things have to work between the uh, the prince and the, sorry, the king and the queen at this point. Yes. Uh, I keep wanting to say prince and princess. But well, that's how we know them. Yeah, from, exactly. Uh, so uh, it's, uh, the, the, the rules I, of engagement. I, I guess it's forgiven. I, I, I think he's the... the troubled man who is like staring off in the distance yeah the bespectacled gentleman he's the he's the one who he's he's one who's been keeping the kingdoms together as like trying to like run things and make sure that they seem to be done by the royal couple he's he's gotten very good at forging their signatures well that's a that's a vizier's job if ever there was Uh, one and, uh, or at uh, least like moving the, the parchment under their quill at the in right a way moment. That, a little bit like radar in uh, Mash, you know, <laughs> when he just goes, like walks up to the colonel and goes like, "Here, sign these," and he'll just like sign, 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 and occasionally he slips in something that wasn't necessarily meant to be there. And oh wow! A little requisitioning form or something or the other, and uh, like, yeah, he's they're the very lucky to have him. He, they are, and he's like. Probably one of the people who's most hurt by the fact that they still don't have an heir on whom he can dote as as a, yes. a, as, right. a as a beloved uncle. Something that I that I that I deeply sympathise with because I think the title also refers to him because he understands that he's breaking the confidence no, of the, the, the royal couple yeah. by reaching out to uh, to Susan Black and and sending a ship to her Holiday Inn planet where she's sitting under yet another atrium pool. Uh, surrounded by putt-putt golf, just vibrating with discontent. But oh. this is what she's told retirement is. Like, after you've done everything you do, this is your reward. So you just sit yeah. there and play fucking bridge. Well, this, I mean, this little bridges can be a lot of fun. It can totally be a lot of fun, but not when you're used to climbing into your power suit and drop shipping onto a planet to and, blast your yeah. way with your suicides made uh, <laughs> through, you know, like, it just, it just lost some of its, life has lost Appeal. some of its, its luster. Like, yeah, it's like when you don't have, like, a big, large caliber hand cannon, like a bolter or something, I think, I think they call it in Warhammer. Yes, that's right, uh, and, the, and the sort of cyber tentacles The wedding, the the wedding bolter, it's like for, uh, <laughs> yeah. for, for forging those strong bonds. As soon as the Chamberlain Vizier Major Domo uh, yeah, Zazu, I think his name was. Is it? Yeah, right. Please, please don't sue us, Disney. <laughs> no, please don't sue us. It's just the one. It's just two syllables. You can't sue us, Disney. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, uh, Zazu uh, uh, arrives, and before he even finished speaking, like, he gets a few words out. There's tr. She's immediately right. Yeah, I accept. Yeah, I accept. <laughs> she kicks over her chaise long. Yes. There's, a, there's her foot locker sh- sh- full of armor. The golf balls out of her micro grenade launcher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She immediately goes to the poly armory. <laughs> Uh, and she starts assembling her crack team of the uh, the mutuals. Oh, it's a wonderful montage. You know how I love a montage. Oh, where she yes. Goes to it's, all it's, of these. It's, it's almost like we're reading a Blake uh, Whitecock uh, book That's at this right. point. It's That's right. Because oh, uh, she's she's hopping from planet to planet, and she's interrupting like various uh, trade negotiations and union wars and 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 whatever else her her crack team members are are embroiled mm-hmm. with now. Yep. Uh, she just pulls them out and is like, "Have your second handle it. I need you." We have we have several members. Several couples in the team, strangely mm-hmm. enough. We have the tiger guy and the horse chick, yeah. whom uh, people probably know 
from from various uh, uh, dating apps. Like this one is a dude who's hanging out with a tiger, or he's holding a baby tiger. Yeah, and there's a chick who's super into horses. It's it's like the four horsemen of the wedding apocalypse. Wet apocalypse. Sure, sure. Uh, that's we, one. That's we, one. Can we improve on that? I mean, five horsemen uh, is five an improvement. Horsemen. Is this yeah. like liar's dice? Uh, I beat six horsemen. Like no, six like, horsemen. Okay, no, well, no, we've got the horse. Six we, elephant men. No, no, the five horsemen. It's like the caterer, the florist, the uh, <laughs> uh, the DJ, the, the caterer, the florist, the DJ, the bartender, oh, and yeah. upon a pale limousine, the driver. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, uh, they're flanked, as we see on the screen, by the gym bunnies. Yeah, uh, they're 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 really into. Their, into their health regimen. They're the ones who usually take care of the couple in the months leading up to the wedding to make sure that they yeah. that they will fit into their bodices and into their jackets suitable for the rigors of combat that they're like uh, going <laughs> yeah. to expect. I mean, marriage is a serious thing, and like occasionally it leads to oh, serious warfare. Business. Yeah. The the last couple to fill out the team are the uh, himbo and the catfish. So we're at six now. Yeah. Okay. Ish. Yeah. The first thing that Miss Black does is. Uh, get Zazu to announce the fact that the happy couple, happy, happy couple, yeah. especially happy couples, always they're always referred to as the happy couple, That's right. will be renewing their wedding vows. Yeah. Because it's like 12 and a half years, it's the bronze wedding it's, that's coming up, and there will be a renewal of wedding vows, and Miss Black is going to be arranging it all. Yes. She's being brought out of retirement. To Putting have the another, band back together. Uh, yep, and that's where the Death Valley Desert Rally comes in, of course. That's like the traditional beginning of the, uh, no, actually, the, the traditional traditional one is stealing the bride, which is a little bit hard because they're living in the same castle. And also, she's a far better thief at this point. Did you get sort of a kleptomaniac vibe from her? Um, you know, there's a lot of it, yes, especially when it comes to, like, pretty young boys. There's a lot of fruit being stolen there. <laughs> yes. Some, uh, I might have been mistaken in there. Yeah, that, like, I don't know. She kept, she kept like, spitting out these little stems. That, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, being tied into a knot. Oh, God, how much chewing gum must she go through in a day I to keep know, those muscles exercised? Right? She does what she says on the tin. I mean, even at this point, so uh, during the Death Valley Desert Rally... I think it's the, the thing we see on the cover. It's, it's the locals in the, in the valley objecting against this kind of thing happening through oh, their yeah. territory. Because, like, you know, I think it's breeding season for the rare desert lizard... Uh, or something it is or the very other. destructive, and but not as destructive as the mutuals who blast them into submission. It's a pity about the desert lizards, but yeah, I don't think they survive the subcritical nukes that are set off to make sure that there's a uh, smooth no. pathway for the happy couple oh, to yeah. uh, move through. Yeah, speaking of Atreides style, well, I, I do believe that uh, uh, Paul Atreides does indeed use the family atomics, atomics on, I, the, uh, on the shield wall I, to... Uh, I always love that, the family atomics. Yes. yes, they were handed down from my grandfather. It's like... <laughs> I really liked all of that detail that was in this book. Like, I like a, I like a hard sci-fi that sort of really gets into, yeah. into the tech. Into but the yeah, in this case, we're talking about little baseball-sized explosive devices, which like it's the um, uh, grenade launcher that she was using in a mini golf putt putt course. Oh, yes, that's right. Which she had to shake the golf balls out of. And this one, I mean, there is a scene in the book where one of the desert dwellers that we see here gets hit by one of those golf balls flying, which it somehow still managed to get it to uh, keep its way in the magazine rack, which is why he lost the, yes. the, the Death Valley Desert Rally too. <laughs> Bacheloretta, which is, of course, like by some people considered a bad omen, uh, but it's not quite so more of an advantage to her rather than a bad omen for the marriage. Exactly. I mean, it's certainly like they seem to enjoy that, that they're relating to each other on a straight level playing field without all the strictures and expectations of royal marriage, because they do still like each other. They do still like yeah. having having fun together and going well, on exciting and races. No, and no more than this shows that they still have the spark. And they just happen to also want some other things that uh, uh, that make them happy. And 
They love each other enough. Of course, he wants her to be happy. He wants her to have a, a, a great big bed. And in fact, when they realize this about each other, that that he just wants some some like male companionship, just some some fellas, some buddies to, to hang, hang out, out with. with. Yeah, uh, just a couple uh, of fellas getting it on. Yeah. <laughs> and she builds him a pub. A huh? royal pub where you can just where you can just go and hang out. Yeah, I, think some... I think it's is spelled P U B E though, so I'm not entirely <laughs> sure where that comes from. <laughs> the E is silent. <laughs> yeah, the pub. Yeah, the thing. Uh, and and he in turn realised that her tastes are are a little bit more exotic, and she wants uh, uh, she wants to go places with more people, mm. and he gifts her with the royal relationship, where uh, it's a kind of a party. It's kind of like a love boat. Where she can. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Yes, that's the... That's it's got the a one. sexy, bald captain on the helm. <laughs> they thank profusely Susan Black for, for, and, and the surviving mutuals yeah. for helping them to understand this uh, about each other. And they realise that she also could use some help. Because this shouldn't be her swan song. Well, Zazu uh, begs for forgiveness for setting them up. Indeed, it's better to beg forgiveness. And, and, and Zazu pleading for, for forgiveness is instead giving their gratitude ah. for, for wisely reaching out when, when, when they were unable to do so themselves. Being a wise vizier and like doing what's best for the kingdom. And they ask him to come up with a way to properly reward uh, uh, Susan Black. Because, yeah. I mean, okay, so she saved the royal wedding and now what's... What's in it for her? What's, 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 what's there for her to do? She's mm. in the same situation where she was next. And Zazu has the brilliant idea. He returns her as the new owner of the Holiday Inn planet with the job to, hey, why don't you and the mutuals like, spice things up a bit? Like Clearly that putt-putt golf is more exciting than uh. we have subcritical mini There needs. we go, yeah. yeah. Everybody gets a hole in one, you see this little boom mushroom cloud going yes, off in the exactly. distance. And you have Nerf bolters for yeah. the kids. It's going to be great. Yeah, and turns out that Queen Bachelorette is pregnant. And I'm, I suspect one of the mutuals might have had something to do with that as well but you know like, which like, one oh. and a royal baby like, a royal, royal babies are like they're like cocaine for, for, for these people so <laughs> no difficult questions are asked no because I mean honestly most of their critics were protesting at the Death Valley Desert Rally yeah. and uh, I mean they got taken out by the subcritical bidding yeah, nuke, so it's, it's, a, it's like a rather a little peace, bit of like, peaceful yeah, a collateral damage. Kingdom uh, I mean, now. Yeah, they always have the protesters standing up with their little stupid signs and going like, hooray for our side. Hey, as long as everyone's yeah. happy... Yeah, well, that definitely, I think, is the case at the end of and this book. I certainly was. I'm, I'm so glad that we got to see uh, uh, Susan Black again. She's yes. one of my favorite wedding she planners. She is like, and I, I do like the power armor bit of it as well. Like, yeah, I right. Mean, like, like they were like Williamson was definitely borrowing from Heinlein, but like, I don't care. I just like no, how this, it's like a, it's a little mech porn. <laughs> yeah, the way the mutuals are like hopping over the uh, terrain using the, their jetpacks yes. and like firing the uh, yes, the, the jump jets, firing the, the wirerack launchers with the nukes to pave the road and all that. <laughs> so the, exciting. Sweeping away things with the flamethrowers and the like plasma beams and everything. It's just like I love a well written scene of High carnage tech. like yes, that. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, uh, then I, I probably don't need to ask how you're going to rate this book. Oh, well, ooh, well, I was going to rate it, I don't know, out of 12 and a half. Like, do you want to give it a 10 out of 12 and I'll a half? I'll give it an 11 maybe... and a half, 10 and a half out of 12 and a half. That's, that's awesome. I think that's, that's even higher than we usually give. I certainly enjoyed well, it. Congratulations to uh, uh, Michael Z. Williamson for uh, doing uh, Better a, to Beg Forgiveness. Doing an excellent sequel to Rules of Engagement. By Elizabeth Moon, that's yes, right. That's oh, and speaking of reviews, if you look down at your podcasting device, you should, should be maybe seeing an opportunity, like leave a little review, or otherwise hop over on Twitter and, 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 and just say hi. 
hi, we're at Cover My Arsecast on Twitter and CoverMyArsecast at gmail.com. If you have a cover of a book that you'd like us to, uh, to consider reviewing sometime, uh, please do send it along and we'll check if it's anywhere on the towering stacks of Kay's library. But in the meantime, what do we have in store for our readers next week? Next week's book is by Chuck Clusterman. It's called Sex, Drugs and Cocoa Puffs, a low culture <laughs> manifesto. <laughs> And that about covers it. Thank you for joining us at Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we, we only, only judge, judge a book, book by, by its cover. cover. We should have sort of a little theme song. A theme song to end on. A theme song to end on. Thank you.